0: There are other ways to connect your phone to your vehicle speakers too. You can see detailed instructions when you Google ways to listen to vision. However and wherever you listen to vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
1: The headlines continue to carry the story of the controversy over Cooper's beer and the Bible Society. Cooper's faced a a backlash uh, over a promotional video in which uh, their light beer was used by the Bible Society to call for some of the biggest issues in the nation to be debated in a civil, respectful way. Now, that's the idea of keeping it light. Well, you can imagine the proponents of the argument for same-sex marriage took to Twitter in an effort to close down the idea of the Bible Society promoting civil debate over same-sex marriage. The upshot was that Cooper's Brewers, who've been a long-time supporter of the Bible Society, capitulated and did a 180-degree turn distancing themselves from the Bible Society and signing up to full support of Marriage Equality. That's the organization leading the push for homosexual marriage. And now today there's a joint call from business leaders to the Prime Minister to drop his policy for a marriage plebiscite and bring in same-sex marriage laws. Well, let's talk some more about these developments that are happening in a significant debate uh, in our nation this week. Ashley Saunders from Family Voice Australia. He's been monitoring the developments and a regular catch-up for a Thursday. Ashley Saunders, welcome back to 2020.
2: Uh, thank you, Neil. It's good to be with you and let me particularly welcome your new listeners at Yanchip in Western Australia.
1: Well, I'm sure they're, uh, they're especially uh, excited about welcomes uh, new listeners. And uh, for those who are listening in Yanchip, I mean, we have our talkback lines open uh, throughout this morning and you might like to participate in our conversation today. Ashley, you've been following this along and I wonder whether it took you by surprise that a fairly simple promotion uh, by the Bible Society with a couple of Liberal MPs Uh, actually uh, got such a a, a backlash effect uh, from the uh, proponents of same-sex marriage. What were your thoughts when when everything started to go haywire on this debate?
2: Well, sadly, Neil, it didn't take me by surprise because the the LGBT lobby has enormous political and commercial power and uh, they're very adept at uh, putting pressure on uh, businesses to uh, not only distance themselves from a debate, but to deliberately get themselves onto the same agenda. Uh, Some years ago, um, there was a a situation similar in uh, the United States. Uh, Some of your listeners would be familiar with Willow Creek and Bill Hybels and the Global Leadership Summit that he runs every year. Well, some years ago, the Starbucks CEO was uh, commissioned to uh, be interviewed by Bill Hybels as part of that summit. And as soon as it was announced that he was going to be there, there was an online... Uh, petition, uh, which only had several hundred people sign up to it, uh, saying um, uh, we should uh, boycott Starbucks because the CEO is going to this anti-gay church. And as a result of that, um, he withdrew from the um, uh, the summit. And not only that, but in fact, more recently, um, that same CEO, in answer to a shareholder's question, uh, affirmed that Starbucks is now firmly in favour of same-sex marriage in the States and basically said um, if you're in favour of traditional marriage and you don't like our stance you have the ability to sell your shares and buy somebody else's so there is a precedent i wasn't surprised i should have been but i wasn't surprised because they do have a lot of political and commercial power
1: and interestingly an organization like cooper's brewery being a long-time supporter of the bible society and uh, And when business gives to the Bible society, you might assume that there is a connection of values. And, uh, and obviously, uh, uh, Coopers has gone a long way to, uh, to distance themselves now from the Bible Society in this particular issue. I'm hoping that they don't distance themselves from the values that the Bible Society stands for, even though they've made that public statement. What are your thoughts on on Coopers and their capitulation, their uh, turning away from the Bible Society and even joining the whole uh, marriage equality uh, side of the debate?
2: Well, they've made what they believe is a commercial decision uh, based on the uh, the lobby that was up against them and the very active uh, actions that were being taken with uh, not only pubs uh, boycotting their beer but even smashing bottles and all the rest of it. Uh, it only a little while ago when the plebiscite debate was on in Canberra that um, we were being told that there couldn't be a civil debate, um, that, um, that, that haters would come out from under the rocks to... Uh, have their go against this issue, and here there has been an example of a civil debate. And, uh, yeah, people have come out from under the rocks, but it's not the opponents of same-sex marriage. It's not the supporters of a biblical view of marriage. It's those who want the law changed, who want to silence any debate. And, interestingly, um, uh, Coopers weren't even a willing partner in all of this. They didn't even know that their beer was going to be used in this way. And uh, and so uh, without... Um, even having made a decision to be involved in it, um, they're criticised and condemned and boycotted, put into a corner where they feel like they had no other commercial decision to make um, but to come out in favour of same-sex marriage. And that's why the business leaders are now calling on Um, the uh, the politicians to do something about it because the business leaders are saying we don't want to be in a position where we're going to be forced to make a stand or we don't want to be in a position where we might face some kind of boycott. Um, We want this taken out of the commercial realm. We don't want the LGBT lobby to continue to use their commercial power. Uh, We want the politicians to solve this issue.
1: An interesting little aside here, Ashley, and uh, I'm amazed the number of people that I've had conversations with, uh, that uh, strong Christian people, uh, leaders uh, who've said that they have enjoyed a Cooper's light ale. It's the sort of light beer alternative to uh, a heavy beer. And uh, and these are Christian people. Now, it's, it's an interesting thing because that's a whole different debate. Uh, in fact, when I first saw the... Uh, the debate i thought it was going to be you know controversial because it might be encouraging christians to drink beer but uh, the number of people that have come out of the woodwork and and just sort of said you know well i've, I've occasionally enjoyed a light beer a light cooper's ale uh, that they've actually uh, they they've said uh, well, well i'm a drinker of that beer uh, and it's an interesting thing that uh, that there might be boycotts because cooper's has taken this uh, particular stance to to turn away from the bible society and and turn the opposite direction and support marriage equality. I wonder whether that Coopers has considered that there may be a lot of Christian people around the nation who are not heavy drinkers, but occasionally will have a light beer and it might be a Coopers.
2: My my view is, as I speak to people, is that I'm not sure that um, many Christians are going to use that kind of commercial boycott power. Um, When I've seen it happen, I've seen that kind of power being used by those who would have ungodly or different worldviews. Um, so, yeah, it, it may happen, but I'd be surprised if it happens in large number um, because uh, that just doesn't seem to be the way that Christians conduct campaigns. We we like to conduct campaigns with respect. We like to discuss the, uh, the issue. Like I said to you and your listeners last week, uh, we make it a point not to, um, in, in a sense, criticise the person. We want to love the person, but... Um, argue the idea and uh, I really think that uh, businesses are saying, okay, uh, the Christians are unlikely to boycott our products in large number. Um, We've got to be worried about the other mob."
1: Okay. Now, interesting issues of free speech under attack, because uh, when we talk about free speech, we sometimes are talking about a nebulous sort of an idea. It's hard to point to who is the opponent of free speech, but there is a, a sort of an overwhelming, almost, uh, attitude that uh, filters right through the mainstream media, and uh, this idea, and some people have identified that as like a cultural Marxism, uh, this secularism that dominates the uh, current Australian landscape. Uh, when we talk about free speech, uh, the idea of shutting down debate seems to be very widely spread, and uh, and it's for people who are, who would say oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a, a defender of spe- free speech, but because they hold this. Uh, position this secular position and believe that they've already won the debate on on same-sex marriage that that shutting down anyone talking about it uh, is their ideal it's it's their
2: goal almost ashley yes it is there was a time um uh, in the last century or so where someone famously said "Um, i disagree with you but i defend to the death your right to say it whereas these days the value seems to be Um, I will defend to the death your right to say anything with which I agree and I will criticise you to the death if you say something else. Um, Someone said to me only the other day that this Coopers and the Bible Society thing was the death of free speech in Australia in the sense that um, you're free to speak, but it won't be free, it'll cost you if you're in business, if you come against the people who have the commercial power to boycott your business or to exercise some kind of public campaign against you. Um, We ought to be in the business of saying uh, there should be an exchange of ideas in Australia. There should be debate on ideas, whether that's about religion, whether that's about business, whether that's about uh, whether Christians should or should not drink alcohol. I don't really mind so much what the debate is about, but we ought to be for um, a free exchange of ideas, for people to um, debate those ideas uh, with respect, uh, for different uh, different views to be held to be expressed and to be acted out uh, as long as you're acting in accordance with the law. The only, the only time that I would countenance uh, breaking the law is if in order to keep the law I was breaking the law of God.
1: There's some interesting developments in the newspapers today where the Daily Telegraph is carrying a story that Australian business leaders are urging Malcolm Turnbull to bring in same-sex marriage laws, claiming it will strengthen the economy. Uh, Now, uh, that's an interesting uh, proposition for business leaders to claim that same-sex marriage laws will strengthen the economy because uh, I think history would show uh, that when you water down marriage between a man and a woman and therefore watering down uh, the value of a family, that actually actually weakens an economy. Any thoughts on, on those sorts of ideas, Ashley?
2: Yes, it weakens the economy, it weakens society. And uh, we really ought to be putting emphasis upon what is in the best interests of a child. Um, I think I've spoken to you before that in recent decades we've recognised that, um, that um, adopted children really have a sense of uh, needing to know often who their natural parents were because um, that's a part of their identity. And uh, I have a genuine fear that by instead of focusing on what's in the best interests of children by focusing on an adult's right to have a child, um, that we are uh, perhaps in danger of introducing a new generation of stolen children um, who will not know um, who their uh, biological parents are, who will be deprived uh, of their natural mother or father or both, and not because um, they were conceived and they were born in circumstances where their natural parents were not able to care for them, Uh, Not in those circumstances, but where they have been intentionally um, removed from biological parents in order to meet the requirements of people who cannot uh, naturally in their own relationship conceive children.
1: Yes, and there's a there's another dimension too, which occasionally comes up in conversations on 2020, with uh, the way that an economy is strengthened or that a civilization is weakened. When we come to this marriage issue, when we talk about marriage between a man and a woman, uh, it's it's as though he's committed to her, she's committed to him, and together they are committed to their children. And uh, the interesting connection there to the way that a civilization flourishes is to do with sex in marriage because sex is harnessed into marriage, uh, within the confines of marriage. And therefore that very powerful act in marriage... Uh, is uh, directed towards children. And so you have a family that wants to own a house and to uh, grow its wealth. So the wealth is built into the family, the economy then flourishes. So uh, when business leaders uh, start to talk about strengthening the economy by having same-sex marriage laws, it's a little bit of a contradiction. And perhaps I would suggest business leaders perhaps need to look into a bit more of the, uh, the social theory that goes around uh, just how civilizations flourish. But uh, any thoughts further on, on that type of topic or that sort of issue from you, Ashley?
2: Yeah, let me use um, a real economic word, and that is the word productivity. And the relationship that you described between a man and a woman is by definition a productive relationship Uh, which can produce um, children of that relationship, whereas a same-sex relationship is, by definition, unproductive. And uh, so perhaps by using that word uh, that economists like of productivity, we can view relationships through that lens as well.
1: Well, I can tell you who's got it wrong. Uh, Twenty business leaders uh, are telling the Prime Minister that same-sex marriage will strengthen the economy, and uh, these are the people at Telstra, at Optus, at Qantas at Apple, at Holden. uh, They're a part of a joint letter to the Prime Minister. And so uh, what would your encouragement be to listeners? Uh, Perhaps you know some people who are in leadership in some of these organisations. Ashley, uh, what sort of encouragement would you have for listeners today to perhaps get on uh, that little letter-writing platform and uh, and actually make your views known in a courteous way?
2: Uh, Yes, and let me reinforce uh, that last word you used, courteous way. Be respectful. Uh, be genuine, genuinely genuinely uh, loving of the person to whom you write but by all means write to the CEOs and uh, let them know that uh, you have a different view uh, let them know that you have reasons for that view but please do so respectfully
1: Well, Ashley Saunders, always so good getting your insights. And uh, thanks so much for your uh, input today and monitoring along this serious situation. It's one that's not going away. And this particular one with Cooper's Brewery and the Bible Society continues to bubble along. Uh, Yesterday, I was encouraging people uh, also to be a, a letter writer of encouragement to people like the Bible Society who find themselves in an embattled situation in the middle of all of this. And yet in one sense, uh, Australians are hearing about the Bible Society and their 200-year history as a result of this controversy. So there is perhaps a positive to draw from that. But Ashley, Ashley Saunders, uh, thank you so much for uh, being
0: part
2: of our
1: conversation today and uh, for, for being part of 2020.